It's National Auto Care's Fixed Ops 5, an APCO holding brand podcast. Powered by passion with your host, Corey Smith. Welcome to Fixed Ops 5. I'm your host, Corey Smith, National Fixed Operations Training Manager. I'm being joined today by Adam Yoder. Adam, welcome to Fixed Ops 5. Corey, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. I'm super excited to talk to you about this topic. It's uh, how to help dealers build an advantage program that drives customers to the service drive. So before we really get in and unpack this episode, Adam, can you tell our audience a little bit about you? What got you into the business? How long have you been in the business? And what's your current title right now? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> right now I'm the Senior Regional Director for the North Division um, with Easy Care. So I spend most of my time in Philly, Pennsylvania, um, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland. And um, for me, Corey, uh, like many, it started washing cars uh, in the summertime, right? So a uh, <laughs> local dealership here in Mount Joy, Pennsylvania, um, I had started just uh, make some extra money washing cars. Uh, my parents told me that, you know, one day I bet you'll sell cars here. I was like, nah, we'll, we'll see. Well, they were right. Um, after high school, I went to, I went to college for a semester. I went to Liberty University. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I, I went for business, which is pretty general course. And, you know, since I didn't have a specific plan, I decided to just to stop and, and just work for a while. Right. So I ended up actually getting into car sales. So it was a Chrysler Jeep Dodge store and I sold cars. I was probably 20, 19, 20 years old. And, um, you know, I did pretty well. I made, I made pretty good money and I said, Hey, there's, you know, something here for sure. So I, I did that for a, a few years and I, you know, I still didn't know like long-term career path. So I decided to go back to college did a couple more years, um, finished that up and uh, went back in the business, same store, worked my way up to finance uh, sales manager and moved over to a different group, a uh, 22 store group in central PA became a GSM. And, um, I was actually then recruited out of retail. Um, by Scott Siegel, he's with Easy Care, and gave me an opportunity with our agency at the time, Strategic Diversified, in January 2017. Um, APCO acquired our agency a couple of years ago, so I've been on the re uh, the training consulting side for almost seven years now, um, and here I am today. So, I'll go back <laughs> for you. That's great. I love how you started washing cars uh, and. Then you kind of dabbled in a, uh, you know, and every other thing, every everything else, I should say. And Liberty University—that's a huge uh, campus. Am I wrong in saying that? Oh uh, no, it's a, they have a, a ski flex. You can ski yeah. and snowboard in midsummer. A uh, great campus, great, uh, yeah, great college for sure. Yeah, uh, I've been there uh, just to kind of walk around the campus, and I, I thought it was just absolutely beautiful. So, well, thanks yeah. for being a part of the episode. Um, let's just dive right into it. Um, my first question to you is how can dealers differentiate themselves from their competition when it comes to building an advantage program? Yeah. So an advantage program, um, you know, and really a lot of dealers, they have it's advantage programs like a why buy here. Right. And a, a lot of dealers have an advantage program, maybe just not on paper. So in other words, they have benefits and value adds, right? Um, like maybe it's lifetime state inspections, or maybe it's the first year of oil changes, or even loaner cars, or you know, car washes when you when you bring your car for service. 
The problem is without an advantage program on paper, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm a customer and I'm a buyer, I'm going to a dealership and I talk to a salesperson and get to the point at some point in the conversation where I ask like, what are the benefits of me buying a car from you? You know, I may get one of the three things that that dealership offers, or maybe I get all three. Maybe, maybe I walk in a week later, get a different salesperson and that message is different. Right. So the problem with that is, you know, it's an inconsistent message. It's an incomplete message. And all those benefits and value adds aren't free, right? A dealer pays for those. They're free complimentary to the customer, but you know, there's an expense associated. So if, if we're not using those to help sell the car, hold the gross as a value proposition, it's an expense and that's a problem. So, you know, the, you know, the way to solve that is really just all the, whatever the benefits are, um, they need to be in one place on paper. And if it's on paper too, printed, you know, it becomes more real to customers. And they, there's, there's a trust a- aspect early on in the sales process, right? So like the more they can see on paper, um, you know, the, the more real it is to them. I think the other issue too, you know, what, what I think we've seen happen over the past several years is, you know, obviously pre-pandemic, I think there were more dealers using Advantage programs, but, you know, obviously with the inventory challenges, right, the supply and demand issues, I think there are some dealers that went away from Advantage programs. And the obvious is, well, we don't have enough cars to sell, right? I have people lined up to, to buy our car. So if this customer doesn't want it, the guy behind them will buy it. So why add a hard you know, add costs to the car when I can get MSRP or even more than MSRP for it. So I don't, I don't need to add any more to it. Um, and let's, let's cut that cost and save the expense. Right. So I think that's happened. But again, the problem with that is, you know, how are you driving people back to your, your dealership to service if there's no tangible, you know, add benefit for them to come back. So I think, I think it's certainly something that, you know, a lot of dealers should consider getting back on board with um, just to help drive traffic back to the store. Yeah, I really like where you're going with this. So if we really look at this from outside of our industry that we work in and that we love so much, and you think of companies like Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, just to name a few, they have rewards programs. Why do they have them, right? They have them to make you make it a habit to come back because, well, if I come back enough, Adam, I get a free coffee, right? That's right. I like free coffees. If it's free, (laughs) it's for me, right? Right. Yes. So the advantage of coming up with something to make yourself different within your market space, right? If If we're unpacking this car dealership space is you want to be different than the other Nissan store down the street. So if you both have the same product, what is the advantage of the customer buying from you? Yeah. Right. And the other part of that is we want that high retention number because we've found out if that customer comes back for service, even if service makes a mistake, even if the technician doesn't fix it right the first time, if we have a program in place, the customer is more apt to say, you know what? No one's perfect. I have this great advantage program. They treat me like a VIP. I'm going to come back. Right. Right. And I think the manufacturers have figured that out as well, because when you buy these new cars, 
they offer it, right? What is it? Two, Toyota still does two years, uh, 25,000 right. mile prepaid maintenance, right? So, yeah. and, but then we can take it a step further for our dealers, right? And that's where that comes in. And for an advisor, if, I, if I'm listening and I'm an advisor and I'm, and I'm, I'm very near and dear to the advisors because that, that was the role I held in mm. retail, I look at it as a positive. Now that customer knows what they're going to come in for. Now I can talk to them about and educate them about other things that they'll do on their vehicle because they're getting the, this for free, right? Or it's part right, of their premium. Right. right. But, so now if we're really talking to our dealers to make yourself different, what products and services should a dealer consider for their Advantage program? Yeah, so I mean, I would say... Obviously, they're, you know, they're probably doing some things now, right? So include anything they're doing now. Um, prepaid maintenance, which you just hit on, is huge. Um, you know, we knew obviously like with le less new cars available to sell, I think the stat, I can't remember where I read this, but 62% um, 60, of new car buyers would return to the selling store to service their car. So, I mean, obviously we saw a decline in fixed ops revenue probably um, just because of selling less new cars. So how can we drive people back? Well, prepaid maintenance is one of the best products and programs that you can a dealer can include in an Advantage program. And that's because it's really just non-negotiable, right? Like you have to change your oil in the car. If you don't, the motor is going to blow up. You're going to need a new engine. So, and like you hit on too, you know, if you can give them a reason to come back and again, at core, if you buy a car, I give you two years of oil changes and tire rotations, you can come back, have that cost covered on us, right? Or you can go pay for it out of pocket yourself. You're obviously going to come back to the store, right? So yes, our know. advisors then, right, they, they step up their game and they recognize this as an opportunity to help the their customer create, develop a habit of coming back to the store because ultimately always going to have to do maintenance on the car. Right. It costs money to not just buy the car, but to own the car long term. Um, so if we can get them coming back for the oil changes we cover, advisors begin to develop a relationship, build some rapport with them. And when those that year or two years of oil changes expires and it's on their dime now, I mean, they're going to you know, have that habit developed and have a relationship established with the advisors. Why would they go anywhere else? It's kind of like you find a barber. You know the right barber who gets your hair right you're not going to go anywhere else right corey I mean, you've good hair yeah same barber how long have you seen your barber um it's been on 17 years now 17 years see to my point it's the same thing with advisors i mean once you find someone you're comfortable with you're not going to go anywhere else and a prepaid yeah. maintenance is not negotiable but in addition i mean there's some other things that can be added to an advantage um like a cosmetic policy you know like a six month policy that'll remove dents and dings, fix curved wheels, um, replace uh, lost, stolen, damaged keys, right? So like those things, they're not non-negotiables. Like you can get away with not pulling out your dents and dings. You'll pay for it when you trade the car, right? Because you'll get less for your trade-in since those dents and dings are 50 to 150 bucks a piece to pull out, right? But you can live with those. Um, however, you know, most people don't want to. They want to keep their car looking new. So that's a great ad as well, like a six month policy to make sure you know, we can fix those cosmetic issues for you. Then in F&I, when they go to sign out in the paperwork, F&I can 
you know, upgrade their six months to a three, four or five year term, right? To really protect their trade in, keep it looking new and help them get all the money when they trade the car. So there's some advantages with that. As far as services go, you know, it's not just products, but with, with an advantage program, you know, there's some services you can add to that too, to really help customers get more comfortable in the buying process, right? So there's three fears that most customers still have today. It's paying too much for a car, you know, um, is it the right car, you know, and having buyer's remorse and am I buying someone else's problems, right? On a pre-owned car. So you can speak to those concerns with an advantage program as well. So for, you know, paying too much for a car, implement a, you know, um, best value guarantee, right? You find the same car, same equipment for a better price or refund you the difference right or buyer's remorse is it the right car implement like a three five seven ten day exchange policy can't return the car but an exchange policy right put them at ease and then lastly best buy um am i buying someone else's problems uh you know a limited warranty whether it's six months or six years i mean obviously that's completely custom different programs available but uh, available but um you know we can say everything's inspected up upgraded and guaranteed and back with a limited warranty so you know, having those items um, and solutions on a advantage program when they're communicated with excitement by sales, it can really help make customers, uh, consumers just feel more comfortable early on in the in the road to sale to buying process, which will just help them say yes more easily. You know? I love that. So it's very interesting you mentioned that because I talk about it a lot in my training classes is that people buy from people they know, love and trust, right? Right. So if the customer has perceived value and, and, and it doesn't have to be by much, right? But that value proposition has to be strong in order for them to take all the ambiguity of, is this the right car for me? Uh, will I love it seven years from now, right? All those things are washed away when you have something like this, right? Right. So Harvard Business School did an amazing study that something as small as 5% uh, can, you know, retention can lead to 25 to 95% profit. Hmm. So if we really look at that, it's the experience. It's how we feel after we leave. If you right. go out to dinner somewhere and you didn't get topped off on your water, your food came out 45 minutes late, when you left that restaurant, how do you feel? you didn't feel very good right so that's a that's a deterrent the more the the happier they are when they leave the more apt they're ready to come back and they're going to continue to keep buying from you right so if i told you that 86 percent of your customers will spend more money for a better experience wouldn't you want to have an advantage program absolutely yeah and if we add more to it like I want to get to the point where we're selling vehicle service contracts out of the drive to a customer that didn't buy the car from the dealership. Right. Now that's strong because now when my older vehicle, the water pump goes, I have a safety net, right? I like that. So when we talk about which products um, will drive the most and give the most value, what in your mind are those products? Yeah, I mean, again, prepaid maintenance, um, uh, a cosmetic, like a select policy where you have your curb wheels 
um, dents and dings, key replacement, windshield repair, paint scratches, interior rips, tears, cuts, burns. Having a six month or a year um, giveaway on, on the Advantage program will help customers um, you know, keep their car looking new, which will help ultimately get them more money for their car. Um, I think really those, those couple products are, are key, um, to drive people back to service, you know, um, because again, everybody gets dents and dings, you know, yeah. so it, it's, it's a fact of life come out from Target or Walmart, have a nice little surprise in your car, right? So, I mean- No matter how far away you park from everybody matter, else. <laughs> right? It just happens. And the prepaid maintenance, again, I mean, it's just, um, they have, you, you have to change the oil. You have yeah. to. So you're not gonna go anywhere else and pay for it out of pocket when we cover it for you. And, you know, we just, we wanna do these things to help set them up with the best experience they've ever had owning a car. And, you know, these things aren't free. We spend money and invest in our relationship with the customers to help save them money long term. And all these things, you know, need to be communicated, like I said, with, with excitement. Um, and it all starts very early on. So when, when a dealer has an Advantage program, um, it's on paper, on a brochure, that gives the sales team, you know, so much more confidence with, you know, working with that customer and selling cars because they know they have a level up um, on the competition. And it's not their opinion, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a fact because it's on paper, it's real. So, you know, it begins with them upping the customer on the lot and just saying, you know, introducing themselves, of course, and, and finding out what they're there for, sales service. But, hey, did you hear about our advantage here at ABC Motors and running through the benefits and value, you know, monetizing each thing um, and making sure they communicate that uh, whenever appropriate, but really, again, early and often, um, to set themselves apart right out of the gate. So, but to answer your question, I mean, again, prepaid maintenance is probably the best thing to add to an Advantage program, but you know, these programs are completely custom. They're not gonna be the same uh, from dealer to dealer. It's whatever they're doing now, um, whatever they wanna do, whatever is important to them. Um, but ultimately it's like, listen, we're here's why you wanna buy a car from us, not down the street. We're gonna take care of you, give you all these, all these benefits. And with that total, you know, what that total dollar amount equates to should be on paper too. So customers can see that what it's worth to them. Maybe they don't use it all, but it's there if they need it. Right. Yeah, so, I, I mean, like that, that goes, you can use it with negotiation as well. I mean, when it comes down to presenting the numbers and terms with the customer, you know, having, having that advantage as a value proposition will allow sales and sales managers to negotiate the value rather than the price of the car and the trading amount as well. Right. So, um, you know, when you sit with a customer and and you you pull out that advantage, hey, remember, we talked about this. Here's all the items you get when you buy a car from us um, line by line, top to bottom. You know, what are you going to use, Mr. Customer? Are you going to come back for the two years of prepaid maintenance? Yes. Are you going to use this one? No, that's OK. Go down to number three, four, five, six. Um, add up every one that they'll use, monetize it. So you have a total dollar amount. Maybe it's 500 bucks, maybe it's a thousand bucks. But now whatever that number is that they said that they will use that's important to them, you have that much more gross in the deal. So if they're shopping, if they're comparing your car versus another, uh, you're a thousand bucks away. Well, now they just said that they'll use 500 bucks of value of your Advantage program. So you're 500 bucks better right out of the gate. So and it's just, you stay away from the sales price and the trading value and focus on, 
you know, the value that you have um, that comes with the car and you'll just, you'll maximize the gross. So I, I think if I hear you correctly, the other part of this equation and having this is training your, your staff oh, because sure. if they're just very monotone and yes, we have an advantage program, it's prepaid maintenance. I don't, I'm not saying you have to be, you know, Ricky radio and say, yeah, this is great. And come buy a car from us. And this is, you know what I mean? But you have to have it with, you have to have it with confidence. You have to have a smile on your face when you're talking about it. You have to feel it. And that portrays that to the customer because we know that our body language speaks before we do. Right? So how should dealers market their advantage program? So customers are aware of it. Right. So, um, of course the website and look, I mean, you know, today, like customers, you know, they spend so many hours researching online, what to buy, where to buy it, how to control the deal. What's my trade worth? What should my rate be? Should I buy things in finance? Right. So they educate themselves. They go to Google to get the information. They get some good information, some bad information, but they don't buy cars every day. They don't do this often. So they're again, their number one fear is paying too much for the car. So they, they go above and beyond to obviously do all the homework they can, you know, they don't really hire a consultant to do this for them. Right. So, um, they, they spend all that time. So we need to make sure we have, um, all the information with the advantage available so they can educate themselves right, right away. So obviously on our website, um, have banners, have a landing page with a full blown advantage. Here's what our advantage is. Here's how it works. Here's why we have it. Um, you know, I would definitely have the advantage details and program on third party sites like your cars.com, auto trader, car gurus, where, wherever the dealer advertises to make sure customers see it, see it there as well. Um, and, um, you know, it starts as early as the BDC, you know, the BDC setting appointments need to be aware and educated and make sure they introduce it when they take calls. It'll help them set more appointments if done correctly. Um, but like I said, too, with sales, I mean, they need to be trained on how to meet and greet a customer with this um, and how to negotiate with it, if that answers your question. That it, it certainly unpacks a lot right there. So when we're talking about, and, and, and I'm very passionate about this topic, right? It is treating each one of those departments as their own silo. They really need to be speaking the same language, right? right. So you know if you're out traveling and you drive by uh, a restaurant that you don't know and then next door to it is an applebee's you know what you're going to get at applebee's right because you've been to one so if we train our staff and i'm talking about sales f and i and service bdc all of them speaking the same language now you're talking about mass marketing what the yeah. coca-colas do in the world what the apples bees do in the world because I know what I'm going to get, right? Yep. So is that regular training or is that just yeah, a one-time so, thing where you just, here's our new program. What do you guys think? Yeah, you definitely can't set it and forget it. Right. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'll go back and start with, you know, if a dealer wants to implement an advantage program, I would start with making sure that they tie in their sales managers, upper management to, you know, those meetings that will determine and, you know, what, what's going to consist of this program, right? Cause you need buy-in from your sales managers. The last thing you want to do is, you know, have a dealer dictate this is what we're going to do without their buy-in. 
Um, if, if there's buy-in input and feedback from them and we take some of those things, it helps them own it because they're going to have to inspect what they expect out of this thing, right? You can't set it and forget it. It's a culture change. You go from price selling to value selling, advantage selling. So it definitely takes, you know, um, ongoing training. Um, and look, I mean, that's, you know, consistent training needs to take place, you know, sales managers, even finance managers, but to really get it off, off the ground. I mean, whoever, whatever partner is helping, you know, implement this thing, like for us, you know, we would be there, um, you know, kicking this off, training this on a regular basis. But one thing we like to do, Corey, is anytime we train salespeople, I love to do my best to, to, to make sure I have some managers in that training session. Um, I think, you know, I think there's a, a lack of training that just takes place industry-wide, you know, with sales. And I think it's because there's a lack of confidence that sales managers have to train, right? Like a lot of them just, I, I feel we're never taught how to train and they don't want to look, um, you know, just incompetent in front of their sales team. So they just don't do it at all. That's typically, yeah. I think what happens and that's, you know, it's, that's not, not what we need. Right. So I think when you can, when we can train and have them, um, in those sessions with us, they'll learn, learn how we train, learn how we communicate, learn how we make people uncomfortable and role play, right? Like what that <laughs> looks like, how to do it, but that's what it takes to get to the next level and for this thing to stick. So having them in the meeting, um, cause obviously, you know, we can't be there as a, as an FNI partner every day to make sure that this thing is happening the way it should be. They'll learn then, you know, to pick up where we left off in our absence. So I think that's, that's really important. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, we, it's, it's what we love to do, um, you know, as an F&I partner, uh, obviously not just F&I, but we love to train on this, how to meet and greet with it, how to negotiate with it. Um, and once that happens and you get the trainings consistent, you're seeing some results, you know, all over time, it becomes a culture of the store or the group, yeah. you know, I mean, it just becomes the culture. It's who you are. And that's, that's a really, that's a good place to be. Um, that that's the end goal. So there's so many positives for doing it. So it's employee retention and customer retention go hand in hand, right? Right. So obviously having the manager in that room and then doing a follow-up email saying, here's the things that we talked about, that gives him more, him or her more confidence to hold that training and to hold everybody accountable because after you leave, right? Yep you want to make sure that it's still being done because you want to see the, the results that you're looking for. And we take pride in that. I know I do. I'm sure you're the same. Yeah. So right now we're up against our time. So we're going to call this the lightning round. Uh, what are three takeaways from this episode in your mind that a service advisor, an agent, uh, someone at the leadership team at the dealership can take away from this episode? Yeah. I mean, I would just say, um, look, people buy from people. Um, people buy from people and when they justify enough value behind the buy, right? So like you can never go wrong with value selling, advantage selling. Um, it's it's going to drive more people back to your store, you know, for fixed stops, for service, business, for retention, you know, prepaid maintenance, changing oil. It's a non-negotiable. But the bigger picture, too, is obviously when that when that customer develops a habit of coming back to your service department because they have to change the oil, they have to do maintenance, you know, um, sales, you know, they can get in touch, get in, be in tune with that and touch base with the customer as well. 
you know, the relationships hold everything together. So the more relationships we can establish in the store with our customers, the more likelihood they'll come back and buy more cars from us, send their friends and family. That's how we grow, build our business, keep the lights on, buy more stores. So, I mean, it's, it's really a no brainer to value sell, advantage sell versus price sell, the race to the bottom, right? So, you know, if you don't have if someone out there, you know, knows this could be a good opportunity for a dealer, I mean, they should definitely act on it. Don't wait and, um, and um, you know, put a program together and go watch it succeed. Nice. And if, if someone listening today, if they want to reach out to you, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, email, you know, me at a yoder at easycare.com, a Y O D E R at easycare.com. Um, reach out to you of course as well. Right. So, um, happy to help anyone put this together, answer questions and, um, get something off the ground for them. That's great. If you want to deliver a legendary customer experience that keeps the customer coming back to you to encourage your, them to invite your friends and family into your establishment, then you've caught the gold standard customer service vision. Do you want a more cohesive team that delivers a higher level of customer service that will result in more revenue for your dealership? We provide the tools, knowledge, training needed to unlock that potential of your dealership. For more information on this topic and others, or to submit a question or to be a guest on the show, feel free to send me an email at csmith at apcoholdings.com. Adam, that is all the time that we have for today. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. And I'll end with this last question like I ask every guest. Will you please come back? <laughs> you know it, thanks Corey, appreciate the time. Thank you for listening to National Auto Care's Fixed Ops 5 with Corey Smith. Powered by Passion, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. New episodes released on the 5th and 20th of every month.